Welcome to Healthy Perspectives Podcast with Jeremiah, where we provide clinical perspectives on current social and cultural issues. And don't forget, you can subscribe at Podbean, Spotify, Apple, or anywhere you listen to podcasts. Please subscribe at any or all of them. You can follow us on Facebook, LinkedIn, Getter, Twitter, and many other social media sites. Or you can email us at healthy perspectives with an S at protonmail.com. Gaslighting. You hear it all the time, but who truly understands what it means? Today, that's what we're going to cover. I'm going to give you some anatomy of gaslighting, give you some examples of why it, it it's used by the user. Uh, we'll call those benefits because uh, technically it, it is considered a benefit to the person who's using it, but to the victim, the risks and why we would want to uh, try, not, try not to have as much gaslighting as we currently have in our, our, our culture right now. I'm going to break it down in clinical terms. Uh, you know, I'm going to definitely highlight the biological, psychological, sociological, cultural, and spiritual. If you've been with me for very long, you've heard those uh, terms before. Uh, those are just categories in which therapists take a look at things. Clearly, I cannot, uh, you know, I'm not going to cross over the line and tell you what, what doctors will do. Um, not my place. Uh, and, you know, with the spirituality, I am not your religious leader. Uh, what I am is a therapist, and, and to the extent that, that is possible, I challenge biological and spiritual, uh, but I definitely, in my wheelhouse, have psychological, sociological, and cultural. Keep that in mind as we go. So what is gaslighting? I'm going to give you the best definition I can possibly give you. Uh, you know, this, there, Maybe there's somebody out there who can do this better, but this is what I've got. It's persistent manipulation. I mean, it's ongoing over and over and over. And brainwashing. So it's manipulation and brainwashing. The idea is to gain control. So it's persistent manipulation and brainwashing that attempts to create doubt, loss of identity, diminished self-worth, and ultimately so much distortion that truth is hard to determine. It's designed to be a death by a thousand paper cuts, one at a time through lies, exaggerations. I'll get into components in a minute. Essentially, gaslighting is abuse, which is interesting because <laughs> I got to tell you a little side note. The majority of the people who I, I notice call out gaslighting are the ones who are doing it. It's like they want you to think you're doing what they're actually doing. It, it is, when you see it clearly, it's almost comical, right? It's like, oh, stop gaslighting. And you go back and you, uh, you know, if you're in social media, you can go back and read their comments and you'd be like, oh my goodness. Almost everyone who comments about somebody else gaslighting is actually the one doing the gaslighting. It's nearly across the board. Go ahead. I double dog dare you. Go to social media, find people who say the word gaslighting. And unless they're teaching you something like I am here, they are 
actually the ones abusing other people through the process of gaslighting. It's, it is, as a therapist, it's quite comical to see it. It is so dangerous that I can't actually laugh. I'll explain why. Components. A little, little backdrop for you. The, the, the term gaslighting, it's a relatively new term. And I say relatively because it's still quite old. Back in the 40s, the early 40s, is the first time that the term was uh, recognized. There's some people that suggest it actually was noticed in like the late 30s, uh, but it became popularized in the, the early 40s for sure. All right. Components. These are just, I think about this as like the anatomy, the anatomy, what makes up the body of gaslighting. Very simple, lies, check, secrets, check, deceptions. Those would be minimizing or exaggerating of truths, right? It's, it's a, a form of gaslighting, a low-level form of gaslighting. Uh, we, we actually can do by accident. It's when we are about to get in trouble. If you've ever been in a position where you think you might get in trouble. And so you sort of minimize how bad you really were just a little bit to hopefully not get in as much trouble. And truthfully, that's a, that's a distortion. And that is a form of gaslighting at a low level. Understand that is by itself, not nearly as dangerous as when you start combining these things. And I say that not to let you off the hook, because if you're doing that, you shouldn't minimize and you shouldn't exaggerate. And it is something that we, we tend to learn as children, um, mostly out of fear, which, by the way, is very common when you talk about people who are doing gaslighting. It's because they're scared. Almost across the board, they're scared. And so they're trying to exert power so that they're not afraid. <clears throat> All right. Another component, denial, because it creates confusion. Deflection, again, it's designed to create confusion. Persistent repetition of lies, secrets, and deceptions. So I said lies, secrets, and deceptions, but it's persistent. It goes on and on and on and on and on. If challenged, these components will become obvious you will notice that a person doubles down or escalates. In other words, they become highly emotional and they try to force their will on the victim. They double down. If challenged still, what you're going to see is that they're going to get others to join in. Because if it's a party, then we can gain control of the few. I think of it a lot like, I've done a lot of equine therapy. I think of it a lot like uh, in the horse world, uh, they're a pack. And if you are on the outside of the pack, you are actually in danger. So if the pack were really a mean pack, which sometimes there are mean packs, then they will alienate you as a means of gaining compliance. Basically, they'll turn their backs to you until you follow to try to stay alive. And then they will abuse you. If the challenge still continues after that, they will then go to exerting their power by any means possible. Whatever it is, even if that's at times going to be actual abuse, that'll happen. 
Because the whole point of it is control. It is to gain control, which you're going to find out in this next one. I'm going to go over the benefits to the person who is doing the, uh, the abusing because essentially that's what it is. Uh, biological, you're going to know as soon as I say it, if you haven't already figured it out, it's used as a means of controlling another person's body, which often comes to the conclusion of sexual abuse. If you are in a relationship with sexual abuse, chances are pretty good you're being gaslit. It keeps them trapped at home relationally. So sometimes you will get the benefit. I'm saying benefit loosely, right? It's why people use it. So don't understand this as me saying I condone it. Please don't misrepresent that. But the benefit to the person who is victimizing somebody else is that they can get a, some, a, a person to stay in the home and they don't have to lock them up. So it's like trapping somebody in the basement with the doors locked, only they can unlock the doors and let them out. But they're so scared of being turned uh, on that they won't go anywhere. They just won't, they won't go anywhere. Psychologically, one of the benefits is superiority. That is the single greatest psychological benefit. It creates a power differential. And it does that through confusion. Sociological, it creates followers. If you can get a whole bunch of people to come alongside you and say, oh my gosh, you're right, they are so stupid. Everybody over here, tell them they're stupid. Well, all of a sudden you got a whole bunch of followers and you feel like you're on the winning team because there's so many followers. That's one of the benefits, whether you like it or don't like it. Cultural. It's used to create real power dynamics. Real, not fake. The real power dynamics. That's why you see so much gaslighting in politics. Because at a certain level, it is truly a form of power and control. Spiritual. The benefit spiritually is, again, I use that term loosely. It's not really a benefit to our, our world, but to the person who's using it, it's, it's how every cult is created, every single one of them. It's created because they can create loyalty by devaluing a person outside of the cult. Does that make sense? So if it, you have value here, but if you step outside of these confines, you are worthless. You are no good. You are maybe worth less than the, the, the least of the least. And then that forces people to stay. In, even though it doesn't feel right, it doesn't seem right, they don't want to become worth nothing. And that's what they fear is on the outside because it's a spiritual abuse. Okay, so the next term I'm going to give you is risks. Now, again, I, what I'm saying here is why it's unhealthy. The risks or the why it's unhealthy is biologically because people will often get to a point they believe they are willing 
they are willing to be abused. They believe, in, and that goes biologically into sexual behaviors and relational partners that could physically uh, slap them around, abuse them, hit them, kick them. And they believe that they are willing partners in it. That is such a big risk because it leads to all kinds of other psychological, sociological, and cultural issues. And I'll get into those. Psychologically, diminished self-worth to the point of suicide at times. Look, I'm not going to cut you any slack out there. If you're using gaslighting, if you're accusing people of gaslighting, and chances are, if you do that, you're not going to recognize this anyway— However, if you do, if this does catch your attention, it's got to stop because people die. People die because of gaslighting. It becomes such a devaluation of the human being that they feel like they have no worth at all. And it can lead to really bad outcomes. That's, of course, the worst case scenarios uh, would be like suicide and, uh, and homicide and stuff like that. We'll get into that in sociological but their self-worth is so diminished that they totally lose track of who they are. Sociologically, the sense of belonging to a group disappears as soon as their eyes are open. So it's like if, uh, you know, if you've ever seen The Matrix, you know, the eyes come open uh, and you realize you're getting flushed down that, that weird toilet thing. And voila, there is no going back. In that moment, a lot of people who have been living with gaslighting, who have been abused to that extent, they can put up a wall that would, in many cases, make it so that it's nearly impossible for them to ever trust again. And that, that is a tough life. Like We are designed to be relational. Imagine what it would feel like if you could not trust another person. That's what happens sociologically. And then, of course, you know, you, you deal with uh, your know, homicidal ideation. You know, the idea of they've put me here, I'm the victim, which is true, but the perpetual uh, victimhood does require repair. And in a situation where there is complete injustice in the gaslighting, sometimes People will actually flip and instead of being, uh, you know, totally uh, worthless in their mind, they will look at the other person who put them there or people who've put them there as worthless and they can go on a rampage, potentially mass uh, homicide. Cultural. It's like building a house of cards. It implodes super quickly. Think about what it means to gaslight. In a culture that is filled with abuse or gaslighting like this, when it collapses, it's like one giant bonfire. It burns up and it it goes quick. It goes very quick. So you can actually ruin a culture by encouraging or not discouraging gaslighting. I'm watching it happen right in front of me if I'm being completely transparent with you. In the United States right now, there is so much gaslighting going on that people can't believe anything. That is by nature what it means to be gaslit. 
you, you look at you look at something uh, that's put out in the media and you're like, I want to believe it, but I don't know if I can because I've been told all these other lies. It's it's a problem, and culturally, uh, we're dealing with it all the time. You know, it, it, I'll give you a sports analogy. So in the '90s, there was steroids. Uh, that well, there's steroids now, but in the '90s, it was like a big thing uh, that athletes would do steroids, and it, they are being told that their uh, their performance now was worthless because of steroids. They still had to go out and play the game. So was it worthless? I mean, look, does it diminish the meaning of it? Maybe. Does it make it worthless? Absolutely not. I can tell you firsthand, I watched Sammy Sosa and Mark McGuire have their little home runoff. And then I watched Barry Bonds come in and have his home runoff. Like, it it was amazing to watch. It was very exciting as an entertainment. Now, do I wish that we would know what they could have done without the steroids? Yeah, but why would we diminish that what they did had some value? I was there. I watched and it was amazing. It has some value. It might be a different kind of value, but it doesn't mean it's valueless. So why would we gaslight them? And yet we do. Spiritual. The benefit or the risk or why why it's unhealthy. It often leads to an end in a person's ability to believe in God or a higher power due to fear of future manipulation. Inherently, when we talk about the supernatural, spiritual, right? It's not natural. Science can't prove it because it's not science. Science limits itself at the supernatural. And spirituality begins at the supernatural. It comes down to faith. You look at all the world religions, there is a certain amount of faith that is required. And when you break somebody down with gaslighting to the point that they cannot believe anything fully, you have taken away, it's like you've uh, surgically extracted their spirit, their ability to connect with God and with others in a good and healthy way. And talk about abuse That's about as bad as it gets right there. So I'm going to take a moment and I'm going to big picture this from a mental health standpoint. By its nature, it's going to create identity crises. That's its nature. That's its design, which means it's going to affect uh, effectively create things like borderline personality disorder, insecure attachment, um, and then, and then it's going to move on to create extreme emotional dysregulations, usually leading to things like hospitalization uh, with major anxiety, major depression, suicidal ideation, homicidal ideation, and stuff like that. And the users, the people who m- use gaslighting as a technique, develop narcissism and psychopathy. So if you listened to my podcast from yesterday, you might know that I talked about Twitter and how that falls into it. That's why. One of the biggest things that I am seeing there is gaslighting. I see it all over the place. It is abundant on Twitter, which means you have a bunch of people learning to become narcissists and to develop 
psychopathy. Is that what you want? Is that what we want? Is that what's best for our world? I don't think so. Again, I'm not judging every single individual, but I do got to tell you, we've really got to open our eyes to this gaslighting thing. I'm hoping that today, by going over what it is, going over some of the components, going over the benefits and the risks, benefits to the person who's the perpetrator, risks to the person who is the victim, and giving you some diagnostics. I didn't go into the details of the diagnostics, but if you don't know uh, those things, you know, send me a note. I'm happy to give you more information. It's pretty easy to look it up too. I'm hoping you've learned something, but more importantly, I'm really hoping that when you catch it happening, you will remove yourself from the situation. The number one best way to get rid of gaslighting is to not give it any more attention. It's like that uh, the wolf. Which wolf will you feed? Don't feed the gaslighting wolf. Please don't. With that, I'm going to go ahead and sign off. Thank you so much for listening. Have a great day. We really hope you enjoyed this episode. Please take a look at our website at www.healthyperspectives.com with a dash in between the healthy and the perspectives, make sure there's an S at the end.com. So again, www.healthy-perspectives with an S.com.